Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, there is no better time like the present to reconnect with a dear friend we have not talked to in quite some time. But hey, we're coming up on what has traditionally been the most exciting week of the NFL all year, divisional playoff weekend. Eight teams, four games, chance to get into the NFL's Final Four. With that said, we welcome in from his new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at the AB3 it's dear friend of the Grum, Alan Bell. Alan, happy divisional weekend to you. Happy divisional weekend indeed. First off, missed you. Glad you're doing well. Second, I missed that intro to this is the end. Dude, the song is a banger, man. It's good to be back with you, buddy. It's nice to hear that music, Alan. It puts me in a great mood, and I know that we have, you know, we're going to end up having some uh, some good games on tap. So uh, it certainly reminds me of that. Yo, dude, definitely. And, like, you're, you guys are right. Like, this is the best weekend of the NFL. The division, it, like, it always delivers. Like, it's like March Madness when you get to the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight, you know? Like, it just – it always brings it, man. It's fantastic. Are you worried, though, based on all of the lopsided results of last week that we could be in store for another weekend like that this week? I mean, you've got two games with spreads nearing 10 – uh, another one that's almost a touchdown, and of course, Chiefs Bills is the shortest line right now at two and a half. Not really, to be honest with you, right? Like, I, I think, I think if you're looking at a game that could get out of hand, maybe San Francisco Green Bay, maybe the Lions and the Bucks. But to be honest with you, not really, man. Like, I, I think that the you know the Ravens and the Texans would be a good game. We've got the outdoor elements going on with that. The Ravens really haven't played a meaningful game and you know, three weeks, and the Texans, you know, playing with house money, right? So I think we're going to have a good game there. I I just like the distribution of these teams and the differences in the way that they go about it. You know what I mean? Like the Packers, Matt LaFleur, Jordan Love, like they've really found their rhythm. Uh, Offense is very balanced. And and you look at the 49ers, you know, a team that, you know, has been a Super Bowl-caliber team the last few years. They just had injuries. And now we get to see them. Right then, we get to see. I mean, Chiefs Bills. Come on, that's going to be phenomenal. Uh, I think it's now, man. Like, I, I think it's really going to be a fun weekend. Alan, um, obviously, two of the biggest stories that came out of the first week of the playoffs were the the performances by the two young quarterbacks. One making his, you know, uh, first ever playoff start, even though you know he's been in the NFL for a few years, and that's Jordan Love and what he did against Dallas, and then uh, obviously C.J. Stroud and the Texans against the Browns. Which of those two quarterbacks do you think is more likely uh, to replicate that success? Uh, in the divisional round of the playoffs? Man, great question. So, you know, if you look at the stats between uh, Stroud and Love from last week, they're identical, like 16 to 21, right? 270 passing, three touchdowns, zero pick. It's crazy how close that they were. Honestly, I think Stroud, right? Like, I, I think that or, I think that San Francisco's defense, and I know that that's almost a cliche at this point, 
But I really do think that Green Bay is going to have a tough time with San Francisco, especially if you know the 49ers do what they always do, and that score quickly. It's going to leave Green Bay in a tough spot. But with Stroud, I really think that they can do something here. I'm not saying they're going to outright win the game, but I think that they can score on this defense, man. So I, my answer is going to be Stroud. Alan Bell, and you can find him now at youtube.com slash at the AB3, kind of on that same level. I mean, you look at all of the quarterbacks who won last week. They all played either good to great football. Is there one, and maybe you've already said it in Jordan Love, but I think also of a Jared Goff, who you know certainly had something he had to prove in, um, in, in the win last week. You've got Baker Mayfield. Are there, is there a guy from the winning pack of quarterbacks last week that you're worried is going to be the most exposed this week? Yeah, I think it's Baker Mayfield, honestly. And here's why. It's nothing negative against him, to be completely honest with you. I think that this team is just overachieved. And, I, and the reason that I say it is because what you just said about Detroit, all right, they had the most risky situation last week, playing the Rams, the team nobody wanted to face, the dangerous team playing with house money, and Detroit wins the game tight. And I feel like, you know, just anybody who's played sports really at any level, like you get past that and you just exhale, right? Like you just feel good. Like I bet they had a phenomenal week of practice this week, and they're going to come out just carefree, and I think Jared Goff is going to tear it up. If you're looking for a prop bet, Jared Goff passing completions because that Bucks defense can stop the run. They're going to use the short passing game as the run game. So, yeah, my answer would be Baker just because I think the Lions really are going to have a phenomenal game, and the Bucks probably just won't have the ball in possessions all that much because Detroit can just clock left and right. Alan, looking at the last game of the weekend, and you said it earlier, you know, the excitement level through the roof for this one, you know, all year yeah. long, I, I have been predicting that the Chiefs would, would not only bow out in the playoffs, but almost that they would bow out early, um, whether it was the first round of the divisional round, and yet now here we sit on Friday, and I plan on picking them to win later on when we go through um, our predictions. Am I overreacting to like one win in the cold versus a team in Miami that obviously wasn't up to snuff in that moment for a variety of reasons, or given the Bills injuries that they are also going to have on defense, is is this a proper play on my part? Yeah, like yeah, I think we could we could walk and chew gum at the same time, right? Like, yes, Miami, that was the worst-case scenario all around for that team, right? But that doesn't mean that, you know, Kansas City didn't play well and look like what Kansas City's supposed to do. And quite frankly, they could get better. Travis Kelsey was dropping passes left and right. Like, I mean, she Rice, obviously, he stepped up. So, no, man, like, I, I'm with you. Like, I, I, I absolutely believe in Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, the Bills, they could go just crazy on you at any moment, good or bad, and you're right on the injuries, defensive side. So, yeah, man, like, I, I'm not against it at all. I think it's going to be a phenomenal game. Um, and, and I think that, you know, the Chiefs, like, like you said, they could get better after that performance against Miami, which is scary. It's going to be a great one. Like, no, 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 I don't think you're wrong at all. Alan Bell, who can be found now on his YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at the AB three on that subject. And we're going to go through some historical comparisons here in a little bit about Mahomes. This is the first time he's going on the road for a true road playoff game. Do you think folks are underreacting or overreacting to this storyline and the fact that 
first time in his career and all these playoff games under his belt, this is the first time he has to face a truly hostile road playoff environment. Yeah, so, all right, so here's where, again, we can walk and chew gum. I think that it's neutral for Mahomes. Like, he thrives at it. Patrick Mahomes is, he's the ultimate competitor. What I worry about, though, is everyone else around him, right? Like, you know, is Travis Kelsey going to be Travis Kelsey of what we know or what we've seen this year? Is Rasheed Rice, is he going to be able to do that again? Essentially, the skill position players, are they going to step up? Patrick Mahomes will show up. The crowd, like, he is not concerned about that whatsoever, but it's everyone around him, right? Like, that's really the concern. Um, so, yeah, man, like, it, it, it's a fascinating question. It's a great question because everyone else is going to have to step up. But from what we've seen, I mean, Mahomes, I believe, has been laying into these guys like, look, we, we need to be playing like the Kansas City Chiefs and not doofuses of what we've been doing all year. So, Mahomes will be ready. I just worry about everyone else around him. Yeah, and Alan, do you do you con- like when you're considering this game? How much does like the pressure that's on Buffalo play a part in what you think is going to happen? Because like you know, there's been some obviously Mahomes versus Allen has has been compared many times to Brady versus Manning, and like there became a certain point in that rivalry, right, where Indianapolis hadn't had the playoff success. They had, they had struggled, they had failed, and they had lost to one team in particular. Where it was like this guy is unable to beat them. Like this should be Buffalo's best chance because they finally get them at home. They beat them in the regular season, and yet I look and I'm like, man, I just wonder how they're going to handle the pressure because what if the Chiefs get the ball and go down and, and score a touchdown and it's 7 nothing? Like, I've watched games in Buffalo. I know how that fan base is going to respond sometimes. Oh, yeah. See, you just nailed it. That's the most excellent point about this entire game. The pressure's on Buffalo. It's not on Kansas City at all. Like, Kansas City, just come and relax, man. Like, play your game, do your thing. You, you know, you, you weren't expected, quote-unquote, to be here, even though, you know, you're the Chiefs. Like, you're always going to be at the top. Like, but if you're the Bills, and that's what I'm speaking of, like if you're like the coach of both of these teams, right? Like I would be worried if I were McDermott because exactly what you just said, man, like the pressure's all on Buffalo. And that's why like they're going to have to not only limit Josh Allen on the turnover portion, but you're going to have to deal with Spags and that defense who was getting after Tua left and right. And what you just said, that's the biggest part. What if Kansas City comes out and just scores immediately? Buddy, that could be disaster zone. For Buffalo, so I'm with you. I think that all like every single angle of this game, that right there is the most important part. Alan Bell, YouTube.com/slash at the AB3, joining us here as we're talking about the NFL playoffs this weekend. And I know this conversation has swung wildly in terms of the quarterback play, but as we've seen in the past in the playoffs, you have to have great quarterback play in order to advance. So I want to talk about the two guys, Alan, who did not play last week. You got Brock Purdy and his supporting cast. You have Lamar Jackson and his very checkered past in the playoffs. Which one of these two guys, and base it on the matchup as well, do you trust most this weekend? Oh, man, that is a great question. All right, it it is tough to trust Lamar. Like, normally, nine out of ten times, it sounds weird that I I would say Purdy because the team around him, right? And they're probably not going to ask him to do too terribly much. But I think the game plan for Baltimore is going to be a lot of using Lamar Jackson's legs. And you look at the offense of what Todd Muckett and them have built this year, the reason that he's the MVP 
is his completion percentage. And if you look at his, you know, charts and his wide receiver's route trees, you know, they are six yards and in passes. They're very safe. They don't turn the ball over. They're not a to punt. And they've got one of the best kickers in the league, right? So that is how they're going to go about it. Normally I would say, like, I would be better off with Purdy, but I do think that this plays well into what, what Lamar is going to be able to do by just not exposing himself to risk. So, yeah, I, I trust Lamar. Like, I, I think the Ravens are going to have a game. That game is, is going to be awesome. Like, I, I, I know that it's not getting as much love as some of the other ones, but it's going to be a fun game, man, because I think the weather's going to clear up. should be somewhat nice. Hey, Alan, I did want to ask you about some of the coaching decisions that have been made around the league yep. this week. Uh, Dallas has announced that McCarthy is coming back, so he's going to get another year, and, and it will you know, presumably be the last year of his contract. They're not going to extend him before we find out what happens on the field. Still nothing out of Philadelphia, though, and Nick Sirianni. Do, do you, like, could you see an argument either way with these guys where if Dallas was going to move on from McCarthy, it would have made sense, they bring him back, it makes sense. Could you say the same thing about them or Philadelphia, or would you have made a, a hard and fast decision one way or the other? Yeah, so I'll say this. I, I'm glad that Dallas is bringing McCarthy back, to be honest with you, man. Like, yes, they had a bad game, and it's a tough spot to have that bad game. But, you know, Kellen Moore was gone, their OC, play calling, scoring got better, right? Like, I, I, Mike McCarthy did a good job this year, man. Like, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, he'll get another shot at it. As for Sirianni in Philly, it, he has to be the problem, right? Like, I mean, that team imploded. And A.J. Brown, you know, when he called a players-only meeting saying we need to trust the coaches again, that's right at Sirianni because as soon as, uh, you know, State Strike had left, that was their play caller, and it got worse, right? Defense, defense coordinator got, got worse. There's a problem there, and I'm kind of surprised that he that Sirianni is still the head coach. Like, I it wouldn't surprise me at all if Philly gets rid of him and Mike Vrabel comes right in. Like, I think Mike Vrabel would fit Philly just perfectly. Speaking of coaches, a second meeting this week flew him in on his private jet. Dinner with the boss, Bill Belichick and Atlanta. Does this sound like a marriage that could work? It sounds like the weirdest thing on the planet, doesn't it, right? It does. Belichick in a Falcon hoodie. Like, it's going to be strange. But I'll say this. When you dig in a little deeper, it does make sense, man. You've got an owner in Arthur Blank who is, you know, an owner that will leave you alone. He's not Jerry Jones, right? Like, he'll let you do his thing. They've got a young GM at Terry Fontenot who Bill Belichick would be a good mentor for. And it's a nice little bridge situation here because Belichick obviously – not coming in of the, I'm going to be the next coach for 20 years. Now, it's short time, so you don't have to be concerned about planning for the future. He'll help with that as well. I actually think that this makes a lot of sense. If I were Atlanta, right, like I would do it because I don't think that you're going to get any of the other high you know, uh, candidates like a Ben Johnson or guys like that. I would absolutely do it. It's all about, you know, what does Bill Belichick want to do? And I think that this could be a nice way to, to – Fix this team, repair his, you know, his public image, so to say. Uh, yeah, like I, I weirdly think that this works out for both sides. Alan, and the division is is not as brutal, right? Like, yes, it's a winnable division. Yeah. Hey, Alan, I'm I'm curious, just looking at the the winners this weekend and what would present the most interesting conference championship. I think most of us would agree, beyond you know, Bucks fans and Packers fans, that 49ers Detroit. 
Uh, 49ers line is probably the most interesting NFC matchup. I'm guessing that we would say Ravens coming out of the Houston Baltimore game. What, what's a, a more fun matchup for, for Baltimore in your opinion? You want to watch them against Mahomes or do you want to watch them against Josh Allen and the Bills? Man, that's a great question, too. I, look, uh, it, as fun as the Bills are, like, I want to see the Chiefs. Like, I kind of wish the Chiefs and the Bills were the AFC championship game, right? Like, I think that's, that would be the best case scenario. Obviously, we can't have that. But I do think that, like, I, I, I like when you have, like, the, the, the returning champion and, and quite frankly, the Chiefs been running the NFL for a minute now. Like, I like, you know, a, a, a team having to go through them to get to the Super Bowl. So I, I wouldn't be, you know, upset either way. But give me the Chiefs, man. Like, it's just so much fun to watch. And I, I like that aspect of, you know, having to take the title belt off Ric Flair to get there. You know what I mean? Like, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Alan, I'm curious what you see in the in the totals this weekend for all four of these games. As I was kind of cogitating in my mind what I'm going to pick for scores in these games, I ended up coming in under, I think, every total so far. And I've had to rethink it. But you got 43.5 for the Ravens-Texans. You got 50.5 for Packers 49ers, 48.5 for Bucks lions 45.5 for Chiefs-Bills. When you look at the weather conditions, the matchups, all of this, it feels to me like the under is a good play on most of these games, but I'm curious what your thoughts are. Yeah, I, look, I agree because you've got really good matchups and look at the teams that are favored and how they would go about winning. All right. So first off, like Baltimore, Houston, I absolutely love the under and I know that it's been coming down and there's a reason for it because again, Baltimore hasn't played a meaningful game in three weeks. They're not going to put any risk out there. They want to control the clock. The entire game, kick field goals, punt, field position, all of that, keep Houston off the field, that screams under to me. All right, And then you look at the 49ers. I mean, their defense at any moment could shut anyone down. And Green Bay's defense isn't terrible either, right? So I think that, you know, 49ers, again, like it's all about just survive and advance. Uh, the Lions, yeah, I mean, they can, they can run a lot of clock off of, you know, said game. So don't hate the under there. Chiefs Bills, like that's the biggest risk for me, right? Like I know that the numbers up there, uh, but both of these teams, like I think it's gonna be like it's gonna be a fight, like a heavyweight fight. Like once the first team scores, it's on. Like you just throw away everything that you had planned, and now let's just go and see these two QBs get after it. So that was like obviously the risk there, but no man, like I'm with you. Like unders in the other three, like I think if you bet if you bet the under in all four games, just right now, just bet it. I bet that you would be you would hit at least two, probably three. Alan Bell, you can find his work now at youtube.com slash at the AB3. Alan, it's always good to catch up with you. Great stuff. Enjoy the games this weekend. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Man, I do too. So great to be back with you guys, man. Y'all take care and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, Alan. See you, up. There's Alan Bell on the 42 Degrees the Source hotline. Yes, today in predictions, we are going to pick the scores of all of the four games. So we're going, to, we're going to factor the totals as well in all of these games. So keep that in mind, boys, as we get ready for predictions a little bit later on. I'm famously um, great at picking scores of football games. No, you're not. You, didn't even, you got half of a score right. I got one completely right. You got a whole game correct? Yes. Okay. I don't remember this. Yeah, John. but didn't you have you had the didn't you have the score correct, but the teams wrong? I don't remember. I just yeah. know that I was right. Okay. 
That's all that matters. Yeah, we'll find out, I guess. I guess we will find out indeed. All right. So more on this conversation about Patrick Mahomes and his first road playoff game. We're going to go down memory lane with some history. We're going to use history as a guide and compare Mahomes to the other great quarterback legends. And, yes, we can say legends because Patrick Mahomes is in the top eight of all-time playoff wins. Res- look at that, respecting the Chiefs. Oh, gross. That, good job respecting them, John. Boo. Thank you. We'll do that. We'll do that coming up next on Sportsmanlike Conduct in 1620 The Zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.